Guardadores. A dedicated dad and long-distance parent, I'm raising two boys in two countries, and in each episode, I invite another dad to join me in a podcast adventure to talk about our journey as parents. We will discuss the messiness of modern dadding and the challenges of long-distance parenting. My name is Blue, and I am a dad without borders. Hello and welcome back to Dad Without Borders and it's a new year. Uh, I hope everybody had a fantastic holiday over the Christmas period uh, celebrating the holidays in however you would celebrate the holidays but hopefully it did include some family time and having a break from work um, at least for a couple of days. My son came over from the UK so he's eight years old and it was fantastic to have him here in the Christmas holidays but also full of snow there was so much snow and he was in heaven so we've had a really fun snowy Christmas he was born and raised here he was conceived born and raised here I guess I should say um, so this is his home it you know it was until he was well it still is but until he was almost five and so he loves winter and he's been skiing since the age of two so he did three ski seasons um, because we have a lot of skiing in this area and there's a easily accessible and I would say somewhat affordable um, ski hill down the road from us. So, yeah, he's very much in his element when he's in the mountains and we spent a ton of time skiing. So for him, it was really special um, being back here at home with us in Canada. Um, and so the backstory, just very briefly, for anybody that doesn't know, um, originally I'm from the UK, but I'm a Canadian citizen. and I've been living in Canada now on and off for 20 years, um, and I made it full-time home in 2008. And so, yeah, I'm well-established here. Um, you know, I have a home and a job, and, you know, I repartnered, and we're married, and we have another child, um, and we have another one on the way as well. So uh, two boys here with us in Canada. Um, but yeah, I lost custody, or I should say his, my eldest boy's mum won custody to be able to move overseas with him. Um, she wanted to go back to the UK. Um, yeah, it was an unfortunate situation and it, we were in and out of court for a long time. Um, but the end result was as a dad, I lost out. Um, and, you know, it is what it is. So I've had to, you know, become resilient and figure out the best ways to long distance parent and so having him just be here right now for three weeks he left last week um, and that was that was a stress because again if you haven't if you didn't listen to one of the other podcasts you may have missed that he had covid so he had covid just before he was meant to fly out and so his flight was delayed um, and you can imagine with the lockdowns and the restrictions with travel it's been really hard trying to figure that out but you know there's been long periods where we haven't seen each other um, but we have managed to figure it out and work through it and I wanted to share um, share a couple things around that um, 
because many of us will be separated from our kids at some point um, for whatever reason sometimes because of separation or co-parenting schedules uh, because of working away whatever it might be but what I've realized is that how being apart actually brings you closer together over time um, because almost there's this the desire to be together is so strong. It's almost like a romantic relationship when you can't be together all the time. And so it makes it all the more sweeter when you do come together. Um, so it does get harder over time as well. That's what I realized this time. Um, but the resilience and that desire continues to grow and build uh, because you really know what you want. You know, when you are together, you, you know the things you've been dying to do together and been looking forward to coming together again for. So in the end, you can't cut the cord. If you show up on a regular basis, however you, however that looks, and sometimes that's on FaceTime, um, or online gaming, I guess, is another thing that some parents may do with their kids. But the connection of love between you, even with distance and time, it's gonna remain. Um, you just have to show up, and you have to be creative. Um, and it is tempting sometimes to throw in the towel in the sense of, you know, not doing the work. Um, but it's worth it. You know, sometimes a few days, there's been two or three days I haven't spoken to him uh, right now. Usually it's pretty regular. It's almost every day sometimes. Um, it's meant to be at least three times a week, which is pretty consistent. Um, but yeah, as long as you're, I, well, how would you say it? You're consciously sort of showing up. You're showing them that you're taking an interest in what they're doing. You're keeping up with what they're doing at school, what the calendar is, when their sporting events are, when the important events in their life are happening. And that could be their play dates, you know. But as long as you're aware of what's going on in their life and you're asking them these questions and showing that you have interest, yeah, it's kind of amazing how you can maintain that bond. The tricky thing for me, the challenge is... Um, missing out on a lot on the day-to-day -day stuff you know you don't get to know each other on a deeper level and so that is hard and so I have been reflecting on what kept me here in Canada like why am I still in Canada um, aside from the fact that I'd settled here and I have a long history a community here I have work I had multiple contracts um, and continued to find it very easy to transition from one job to, an to another because I've been here and I got, you know, I've got that connection. I've, I'm known in the community. Um, and so I have that sort of resilience in terms of my career and my work. Um, but yeah, after two years of separation um, and before I was drawn into court, I did meet someone. Um, and that person is now my wife. And we have a second child due in May. So I realized, and I want to put this out because I know a few people going through separations or, you know, struggling in their relationship. It's not uncommon when you have kids uh, to be, you know, for anyone, whether you have kids or not, to survive a marriage these days. Um, and it does take the extra work. So I just wanted to share that I could have put the, this relationship that I'm in now, my new wife, I could have put that to the side. Um, but I knew we were good together. You know, we'd fallen in love and, you know, all of that romance was happening. Um, and I knew we had a future together. And I, I never thought I would lose custody. Um, I didn't think my child and everybody told me there's no way that any court would agree to a parent taking a child away from the other parent. It doesn't that doesn't happen. Um, 
unfortunately it did happen um and it was a pretty ugly process that whole legal you know being dragged through court and so on and i resisted i i appealed and i won the appeal and you know it kind of went on it was like this crazy roller coaster um but as that was was that was happening i was in this new relationship and that new relationship started to build more and it almost going through that together um it almost helped build even a stronger foundation and so i realized that i wanted to focus on moving forward i didn't want to become that bitter single parent you know and i do and not necessarily bitter but i know a lot of parents that are you know a lot of single parents are out there and it's hard to juggle having kids with trying to build a new relationship but I was co-parenting, so I had half the time together um, with my new now wife, my new girlfriend at the time, but wife now. Um, and so, yeah, I just wanted to focus on moving forward. And I knew that there was, we really had the potential of a great life together, which we have managed to create. It's really wonderful how we've come together and we've got these new kids. Um, and we're still maintaining a connection with my eldest who moved away. So he's very much a part of our family. He's got very strong connection with the siblings. And I wanted, I wanted that for him. I wanted him to see what a healthy relationship looks like, not me struggling as a single parent. Um, and I would have had I moved back to the UK. I would have had to start from scratch, no job, no home, uh, no partner, no girlfriend. Uh, undoubtedly a little bitter as well and unhappy. Um, and I'd worked too hard for everything I have here. So I, I saw that opening up. And so I really wanted to show my kid what a healthy relationship looks like. Give him siblings because it's been a, we haven't become pregnant by accident. You know, these two boys uh, are both planned. Um, so he has a you know, young three-year-old brother here and he has another one coming in May. And so I knew all of that and I wanted, I really, really wanted to show him what a healthy relationship was like because I know how important it is that we show that so that they can mirror that in their own life so that they know how to show up, to show affection, uh, to resolve issues, um, how to talk respectfully and in my case, treat, you know, treat a woman with respect um, and how I'm kind of holding space for her in the house and how she does that for me as well. Um, and so that was really important to me because it's really easy to stay in a dark place. And I know there are a lot of dads out there that have been through really challenging times as I have, you know, I did go through it incredibly and I continue to be a struggle uh, having a son overseas. But yeah, it's just showing up, being positive and trying to move forward. Um, and that's really a big part of why I am here and why, um, you know, we've worked so hard to maintain this life that we have. So now he has a family home, a loving family. I'm showing him what it means to hold a family together um, while also being resilient in my love for him. Um, and he is becoming resilient as well, of course. Um, he's had to. And it's not ideal. I think my partner did say, my wife here said, you know, it's interesting because it's, you know, the courts are meant to look at, you know, what is the best interest of the child. But in the end, he's the one for sure, that is suffering the most in this situation. Um, so again, it's so important when you are separated from your kids in being creative, um, yeah, and just really trusting the process, you know, trusting the fact that your love is still, that you have that connection and love. Um, so yeah, we do often neglect our relationships with the other parent when we live under the same roof. 
And so a lot of marriages fail because of that. So it comes up a lot. Uh, I, but I really do think my parenting choice was repartnering and moving forward. And yeah, it's a part of the parenting that I'm doing um, is this new life. And I would say also, he has access to this lifestyle, this mountain lifestyle, which is very much based around a you know, very strong community of families. Uh, it's a very safe environment as well. Um, and so his access to nature, outdoor activities, and yeah, the sort of more, I guess in a way, the simpler life. Um, it's not, we don't live in a busy city, in a busy town, with the rat race, uh, the education. There's lots of different educational choices around here for families. Um, but here particularly, there is that leaning towards, a, yeah, a more sort of wholesome organic lifestyle i guess you could call it and yeah i guess being exposed as well to many different activities like the skiing and the mountain biking and all of these kind of things that as a child i really craved and i didn't i wasn't raised in an area like that that had access not easy access to these kind of activities and so for me this i'm really creating the life here or i have created the life here um that i want to offer him as he gets older and so he'll always have this place. Um, so really, in a way, he has the best of both worlds. And so long term, he can decide, you know, which is the kind of lifestyle that he wants for his life. Um, and he can bounce between the two. And so that is really a, a gift for him. Um, as much as the distance can be a struggle at times. But it's not easy. Um, and I'm not suggesting it. it's the best scenario. But there are lots of positives that come with it. And that's where I have to focus my energy um, as opposed to being bitter and resentful. The other thing I want to mention too, um, giving my son permission to cry. I've talked about crying before. It's in one of, the one of the early episodes. We talk about crying and emotions and how important it is for boys to know that it's, it's, that it's okay to cry. It's okay to lean into your emotions um, as opposed to always putting a brave face on it. I think it's really important in this day and age that boys, men know that it's okay to express their emotions um, and cry. And so I actually really encouraged my kid because I could feel his emotions this time. And it's, I'm going to say this was the hardest time it's been for him leaving. It's, it was really hard. Um, he was really feeling it because he's so tight with his brother now, um, his sibling, that yeah, and the snow, and it's a fun place to live. And, you know, it's a very much more laid back mountain lifestyle than the lifestyle that he's used to um, where he lives now. And so it's very hard for him. But I was saying to him, look, you've really got, if you feel like you want to cry, if you like, and I can see you're feeling emotional, like it's really healthy to cry. I really want to encourage you to embrace your emotions and let it work through your body. Like don't resist crying. Like, don't shut down your feelings. Lean into it. Um, release those feelings because if you bottle those feelings up, as you become an adult, as you grow older, it's not. And I don't, I don't know all the details around this, but I know that that's not going to create a healthy. You know, I can't explain. It. I'm trying to think of a way to explain it. It's just you're going to become an, you know, a man that bottles their emotions up, that creates walls, um, that shuts their feelings down buries their feelings and I don't want that for him 
And so we're driving into the airport um, and, you know, within an hour, I'm going to be leaving him. And, and I could hear him and he was just, and he's never done it before. He's always kind of held back. He's been a little teary. He maybe has cried because, I don't know, uh, it would be something else that's triggered him. But really what's going on is those emotions of leaving. But this time was the first time going to the airport, getting ready for goodbyes that he actually cried. And I realized it was, I think, because I gave him permission because I, I really encouraged him. I was like, I don't want you to bottle it up, okay? I really want you to, to be okay with crying. Um, and that way, and I comforted him and I talked about it. And of course, I get teary as a result. Um, yeah, but that was a big one. And I just want to encourage any parents that have boys that go through these sort of transitions and just in general, like really encourage the crying. Um, yeah, that is what will create a healthy human, I think, long term. Um, we don't need any more men that are good at putting up walls and bottling up their feelings um, because I don't think long term that is very helpful. Um, both, you know, in a parenting sense, but also like just in the, the sense of having a, re a healthy relationship with someone else. Um, we need to be able to express our emotions. Okay, so back to the show coming up in the next month or so. I have some really good guests. I'm really excited. Um, I have a long list of guests, actually. Um, and I've got Jamie, who is a UK dad. I've mentioned him before, um, but... Yeah, I was hoping to release his episode a little, a little earlier, around Christmas time. Uh, didn't get around to it. So he's going to be coming up next week on the show. And he's a great dad. He's got his own podcast in the UK. And he's got twin boys, young boys. And he talks about being in the Peruvian jungle uh, and going on an ayahuasca ceremony. Hopefully I pronounced that right. And... Yeah, he just talks, it's incredible. He just talks about this amazing experience that he had in the jungle and how that has really set him up to be the dad that he wants to be now. Um, and he also has a history of working in youth, um, youth work. So he was great to talk to. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to that coming out next week. Also have Devante, who is an ex-US Marine. Uh down in the US, down based in Las Vegas, actually, three young children, and with a partner who he's been with for 10 years, I think, for a while. Um, but he's a young dad. Like, this is a dad who's in his late 20s and has three young kids, I think, from the ages of nine, soon to be nine, down to five, and then three. I think I got that right. Anyways, he's really been juggling. And working very hard as a dad, super committed. And him and his wife, I think wife, partner, wife, um, are both influencers. Uh, so he does a lot of, he's very into like personal growth and does a lot of work around that. So he was really interesting to talk to as well. And like I say, lots of other guests coming up on the show. So look out for next week, Jamie. And then in a couple of weeks, we've got Devante dropping as well. And yeah. Looking forward to another good year of podcasting. Last year was the first year and the feedback and the response and the download numbers and everything over the last year has been absolutely amazing. And I'm so grateful for your listenership. I'm so grateful for you being here and for supporting the podcast in the way that you do. 
Um, and if you are interested in the lifestyle that we lead here, um, here in the mountains in Western Canada, and you want to follow along, and with updates about the podcast as well, then Instagram is the place to go. So if you do have an Instagram account, then go and find me there at Dad Without Borders. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed the show, please do share and subscribe and leave a rating or an even better, a review wherever you listen to your podcast. Please find us on Facebook and Instagram at Dab Without Borders and a full list of episodes can be found at dabwithoutborders.com. Thanks for supporting the show and we'll see you next time.